You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. It's the Score North Twin Show. All right, we ready, Dex? Here we go. You go ahead. You hit the hit the burner. Reckless speculation. Oh, dude. A little disappointed in the Twins here. Not because they didn't sign Emilio Pagan for $8 million a year on a multi-year contract. But when you go to MLB Trade Rumors, which just brilliantly aggregates... If any Twins player is even breathed about anywhere on the internet, then they will have it, right? The last update on the Twins tagged section of MLB Trade Rumors is four days ago. So it's all's quiet on, not on all the Twins speculation, because we're, we, we're going we're gonna to tie a couple of uh, sort of laces together here from the Athletic, but the winter meetings start Sunday night, and they run through like Thursday morning, maybe Friday morning next week in Nashville. Can't so wait. we're going to hit you with a quick, little quick-hitting 20-minute episode of the Scorner Twin Show today, a random twin of the week we'll get to, uh, with a couple updates and a couple speculative thoughts. Mm. But a shout-out to our friends at Zero Res, boys. If you're looking to um, tidy up your home maybe for the holidays, you're looking to get rid of that weird carpet smell, maybe that pine tar stain on your on your couch, on your stairs, paw prints, whatever it is, Zero Res is here. Don't DIY it. Call Zero Res. They'll get the job uh, the job done in a safe and effective way. And if, you, if you're like, oh, Zero Res, let me look these guys up. Go to the Google reviews, 17,000 reviews, a 4.9 out of 5 rating for Zero Res. Call Zero Res today for the Phil Mackey and Scornorth special. Three rooms, Zero Resified, starting at just $129. And this month, get $75 off when you get your air ducts cleaned as well. That's 9520Res. Or ZeroResMinnesota.com, 9520Res, or ZeroResMinnesota.com. Spell it forwards or backwards, it spells the same. Zero Res, okay? Reckless speculation. So, Emilio Pagan to the Reds. It's a two-year, $16 million guaranteed contract. He parlayed a really good season in the end. He was incredible with... Uh, bases empty, a little rickety with men on base, but in the end, he he wound up having a really good season with the Twins. So it's it's eight million dollars, eight million dollars, which means the Twins so far this offseason have said goodbye to Sonny Gray, Kenta Maeda, and Emilio Pagan, who were th- so Sonny Gray was maybe their best starting pitcher. Him and and Pablo were right there neck and neck, and Emilio Pagan was one of their two to three best relief pitchers last year. So they've got to start replacing some of these guys, right? Um, just what are your thoughts on the departures and then specifically the state of the bullpen right now? It's Duran Jax, Brock Stewart, Louis Varland. I'm going to put in there a couple of lefties to kind of pick and choose from Caleb Thielbar and Cody Funderburk. And you're looking to fill some of those slots as well. So your, your thoughts on the latest departure here, Emilio Pagan. I think if you're ever trying to cut costs, which clearly the twins are on the record as saying that they are then um then not signing a pitcher to a two-year 16 
million dollar contract coming out of the bullpen is a smart move. So of all of the departures, I am very comfortable with, with this. Plus, as you said, Phil, uh, Pagan had a very, very certain profile in 2023, which is if he came in to start an inning, bases were empty. He was great. When he came in with guys on base, it got yeah. dicey. Am I paying Am I paying a guy out of the bullpen $8 million per to create perfect conditions? Like, like we've always talked about cousins, right? Like if the conditions are perfect, I mean, relievers by their nature are not supposed to have to have perfect conditions. So we'll need a firefighter. So yeah. I think we can disagree a bit um, on the gray one. The Maeda one, I'm not really – like if you could have got, got him back on – a one-year contract, fine. I don't hate to see him go. Uh, Pagan, at this price, I would have said exactly what the Twins did, which was good luck. Real quick on those numbers. So in 2023, and by the way, our guy Doogie in the scoop session on, uh, and by the way, can we flip this to the uh, Scornorth Twin yeah, Show yeah. banner just for the YouTube audience? On the uh, the scoop session today, I missed it completely it's a, too, it's so. a branding answer. Don't feel bad, Dex. A lot, I lot, lot of plates. It. A lot of plates. Emails yeah, aren't spinning. sending. There's things uploading. So emails yeah, aren't time sending. crunch. Okay. All right. Or is oh. it just emails to Judd aren't sending? Emails to Judd. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of things. Yeah. A lot Lights. of balls on the court. Do- Doogie said the twins didn't, didn't even have a conversation with Pagan or his agent. He just, he became a free agent. They didn't talk. And then Pagan signed with the Reds. So with men on base this year, his OPS was 770 allowed with men on base, 770. Base is empty, 404. So almost a 400 point gap between men on yeah. and base is empty. Good luck. Good luck in they, Cincinnati. They used to call, in my day, they used to call those guys firemen. Pagan's statistics suggest that he, he was a fireman who had one condition. I don't want to go into a fire. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm out. Trevor May actually had a hilarious breakdown on his Instagram of all these terms of, like, pitchers that come into games. Like, if you are a starter who can only go five innings or less, you are a five and dive, five and dive. There's five, yep. you get those five innings and, you know, five and dive. You're out. Goodbye. Uh, um, so there's a lot of those funny ones too, like firefighters and all that stuff. And, you know, Pagan, to his credit, definitely changed a lot of narrative. He did. Um, he had a disastrous first season with the Twins. And once he was finally utilized correctly this season, to Phil's point on the on the uh, runners empty and, coming into situations in high leverage, he actually turned himself into a pretty decent reliever. That being said, am I, uh, do I, am I going to lose sleep over not paying Emilio Pagan that contract? No, that, that is an easy fix to figure out elsewhere. So good luck to Emilio Pagan in uh, yep. Cincinnati. And good for him for getting paid. It's probably you yeah. know, life-changing money. I mean, he's made some money in the big leagues, but now he gets $16 million over two years. Congratulations. Uh, let's speculate recklessly here for a few minutes, boys. Reckless speculation. Oh. Going to give you three names here. There's two articles in The Athletic today, one from Jim Bowden, the former Major League General Manager, who has a free agent signing idea for all 30 teams. And then Ken <laughs> Rosenthal has a couple of interesting potential starting pitcher trade candidates. He doesn't specifically link the Twins to them, but the Twins have already made one trade with this team. But we'll start with Jim Bowden. He lists Wade Miley, the left-handed starting pitcher, who's he's 37 years old now, but they list uh, he lists Wade Miley wow. as a good link for the Twins. One year, $13.5 million. The Twins are looking to add a sixth starter type to protect themselves from injury, 
and Wade Miley would be a perfect fit, although the 37-year-old is looking for a longer-term deal. If he doesn't find one, he might be willing to sign for one year. The Twins' expected rotation, as of right now, is Lopez, Ryan, Ober, Paddock, and maybe Louis Varlin, who are all right-handers. Miley is a soft-tossing lefty. He throws about 90 miles an hour, which in today's game is (laughs) soft-tossing. He was good last year. Uh, He started 23 games, a 3.14 earned run average in 120 innings with the Brewers. And now his FIP was much higher. So his expected ERA was, you know, there's some luck in there potentially. Yep. But how would you feel about bringing in like a a Wade Miley, a a change of pace, left-handed starter? Now he's, he's, he's only made like five relief appearances in his career. So he's not a guy that you would put in as like your lefty reliever. He would be a starter. You know, I'm, I'm, he doesn't replace Sonny Gray, but I'm interested in this idea. I will say that. This strikes me as the sort sort of the um, over-the-hill gang that, that this uh, front office group has brought in. I mean, if the price is fine and he comes to spring training and, you know, he, he'd be on, obviously, the roster, I'm not going to gripe about it and say it's a terrible move, but does it excite me? No. I mean, he's... No. Are, he's 37. I mean, no, it doesn't excite me. No. Um, I would rather you figure out something else here. I mean, Wade, Wade Miley's 37, former all-star. And I mean, yeah, he's still got a little bit left in the tank. I mean, his numbers last year for a 36-year-old were pretty dang good. But I have uh, trepidations giving a guy who does not strike out that many batters uh, a, a significant part of my rotation. Like, Wade Miley seems like the kind of guy, like if the Twins get bit with injuries throughout the course of the season, he's out on the street, you bring him in like Dallas Keuchel, like they did last year, right? Like I, I'm more interested in probably a, a path like that than Wade Miley coming into spring training, competing for the number five spot, getting the fifth spot, getting roughed up for a month before you just pull the plug on him. So no, I'd, I'd rather look at other options before exploring a Wade Miley path. Yeah, if that's like your only solution, then okay, yeah. you need to do a little bit more than that. But I, I, he's an effective starter. I think it is valuable to have a lefty in that rotation, and you could use some depth. I don't think you should go into the season just relying on Louis Varlin's going to be a viable starter and Chris Paddock's going to give you 175 innings. Like you do need guys who recently have pitched successfully in the big leagues. Hot stove, which, lukewarm. Lukewarm okay. on this. Okay. L- lukewarm. I'm lukewarm. Speculation. Hot stove ranking. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Two other names for you from Ken Rosenthal. Mm-hmm. The section of this article is, will the Marlins trade a starter? Well, they already facilitated a trade like this last year with Luis Arias for Pablo Lopez. Almost every offseason, teams come to the Marlins for their starting pitching. This offseason is no different, and the Marlins could trade a starter to address needs at shortstop or catcher. The problem is they already face a shortage of innings in their rotation. Uh, Alcantara is out for the season after undergoing Tommy John surgery in October. So, yeah. Uh, Perez on an innings limit after throwing just 128 last year, only 91 of the majors. They got some lefties, but um, that are off limits in Lizardo and Braxton Garrett. But teams are interested in righty Edward Cabrera and lefty Trevor Rogers, according to sources briefed on the Marlins conversations. 
So Cabrera is 25 years old from the Dominican Republic. Big time strikeout starter. He averaged 11 strikeouts per nine, which is right in there with like Pablo Lopez territory. But he also had one of the highest walk rates in baseball. He, he walked six batters per nine innings last year in the 20 starts he made. But a guy with a ton of potential, if you can hone him and get those walks under control. And the best part about him is right now he makes $730,000. He won't hit arbitration for another year under team control for four years. Trevor Rogers is a former top 15 overall pick. Now he missed a huge chunk of the year last year with a bicep strain and a partial tear in his lat, but no like UCL stuff. This, this would be stuff that you don't have to worry about. It's not like a frayed labrum or anything like that. So I think he would come back, uh, but he's 26 years old. He uh, two years ago was an all-star who had a 2.64 ERA in 25 starts. So he's, he's shown you some stuff there. Would you go back to the Mar? I don't think they would take, you already traded him a rise. I don't think you're trading Julian to them too, because that creates kind of the, no. the same problems. I don't know. Right. But um, would you would you be interested in these guys? Go ahead, Dex. I I really like Edward Cabrera here for for the Twins. So this was a dude who has yeah pretty good uh, strikeout stuff, control issues for sure. I mean, six walks for nine inning is definitely an issue. But the Twins brass, if they identify Cabrera as a target for them, I actually trust that. They've done a really good job at identifying these type of pitchers. The Obviously, Pablo Lopez won the crown jewel, but they've done the same thing uh, with Joe Ryan when they traded Nelson Cruz. They've done a really good job at identifying these type of guys. I know Tyler Maui looks bad right now, and that was a bad trade for sure. It's a bad trade. But I actually think they have made better good trades for this pitching staff than the Tyler Maui trade. And that was the thing that I wanted to really get over last trade deadline was don't let one bad deadline prevent you from making a trade. Don't be fear. Don't have a fear-based mindset because you made Mm -hmm. one mistake. You can't make another good addition. Uh, I trust that this staff and this coach, the, the front office and the coaching staff had identified Cabrera as a target for them. Yeah. Sign me up. This guy's a controllable asset. He's got big strikeout stuff. This would be the type of dude you'd want to have in your rotation. So yeah, sign me up for Edward Cabrera. What's the price here? Did we think like what would be the price? I, I would say a a Julian level player, but it would probably have to be somebody else. I mean, they're looking for shortstop help. You might this Brooks, might be a Brooks, Brooks Lee, Lee conversation. I'm not doing that. Brooks I'm Lee, I'm not doing that. I'm you not think they Brooks think Lee. your top prospect for for a guy like this? I'm saying this dude is under team control for four years. It wouldn't be cheap. He's an, he's he's an established for major sure. league pitcher. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying for sure that would be the player. But you're but not going to get Polanco. It's not going to be, yeah, hey, dude. just take Jorge Polanco. Polanco. You got to trade multiple go. years of a good player that they're interested in. Yeah. So, yeah, it's tough, man. I feel like there's other ways to get pitching. I would be careful giving up Brooks Lee at this stage in the game. Um, if if there was a way, like, I'd rather go get a Corbin Green. Burns for a year. Yes. and give up something less and then kind of figure out in 2025 if there's, you know, another trade to be made for somebody with more team control. What's the would potential you give up, price on you give glass up? now? Well, that's glass What's now? the potential price on glass now? Let's see here. Let's see what, let's, hold on a second here. Because I, I, I mean, I think he's going to get moved, I think. Like, there's all indications. There, there's no way the Rays are trading or are, are, are paying, paying him 20 or $25 million I know Dex a year, loves right? him. He's I love good. Him. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be it, – it'd be one year of glass now, but he is, when healthy, one of the best starting pitchers in baseball. So, I, right now, there's no specific – like, the only thing that's floating out there is, like, the teams that are interested. Like, the Cubs are in the conversation. Um, there's other teams, too, but I haven't seen any specific names linked to him in a trade. So, But assume that it would be one of your top five prospects to get even one year of, of glass now, right? On the Cabrera front, would you give up – Alex Kirloff and a let's call it a six through ten prospect for Cabrera, or is that um, a hang up the phone situation for the Marlins? I don't know about the. I mean, the Marlins. I would, I would, I would look to maybe sell on Kirloff, but I hate. I also hate selling low. Like I, I worry about his injuries, man, and the wrist too. That seems like a ticking time bomb. When he's healthy, he's so good, but. That's tough. Yeah, how would I, the Marlins, because of what you just brought up, how would the Marlins yes. feel about that? Like Kirloff, mm-hmm. in his, you know, as a prime player is great, but yeah, like we're talking about a guy with with injury problems, and some are very very concerning. At least the wrist is incredibly concerning. Let us know in the comment section here. Would you would you dangle a Brooks Lee? for whether it's a Cabrera or somebody else for like four years of a potential high-end starting pitcher, or or is that too much to give up in a situation like that? Hit us up in the YouTube comment section. Uh, can we, I have a top secret meeting with a former twin in five minutes. Can we cram in, can we so. cram in a random twin of the week here in five minutes? Valencia? So. You're talking to Valencia? I am talking to Valencia. No. <laughs> Unbelievable. Swaggy. Seeing if we can make some additions to the Scorner of Twin show in 2024. I don't want to promise anything, but Declan's going to throw out some clues here. I have eight wins. Judd has six. Declan has five. It's Declan's turn for the clues. Um, last week, let's see, Matthew LeCroy was the last one we did, the the guest listener predictor on Write That Down. A couple weeks ago. Before that, Judd rattled off Butero, Winfield, Craig Breslow, Glenn Williams in an epic winning streak. So, Declan, fire away. All right. This random twin of the week played in 125 games with the Twins. Hmm. This random twin of the week made just under $6 million in his Twins career. This random twin of the week hails from Simpsonville, South Carolina. Wow, random Viking and random twin, both from South Carolina. That's right. I didn't put that together. This random twin of the week appeared in 11 games in the postseason. Two games with the twins. In postseason. And postseason play. Wow. Hmm. Random twin of the week in those 125 games with the twins made just one start. Got a guess, Jed? 
Terry Mulholland. Terry Mulholland. Okay. Old school there. Respect it, though. Where do I want to go next here? This random twin of the week has worn the following numbers in his big league career. 14, 54, 15, 12. Yeah, interesting. Okay. But, but he made off. a start. But he made a start. He made Been one start. One start. Now let's see here if this tips a hand. 14. When this random twin was acquired, at Phil Mackey tweeted oh, that this good. is an excellent trade for the twins. Was it? <laughs> but he made a start, so it's not a position. Or he's just. Always came off the bench, apparently. Well, wait, are we talking about a start? Are you referring to a start as a starting pitcher, or are you just talking about a start period? A starting pitcher. He made one start uh, as a starting pitcher. One start. Pitcher. That's what I thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it wasn't like he just so sucked so bad he only was allowed to make one start. All right. Thank you. One start as a starting pitcher. No. Yeah, man. Oh, man. This... Random twin of the week is currently the highest paid player on the Cincinnati Reds. Wow. I don't even I couldn't name five Reds players right now. Wait. I just saw this fact. I just saw this. He's fact. the highest paid player on the Reds. Pagan. Oh. Emilio Pagan, your random twin of the week. Jesus. Did you have that already? Did you have that put together like two weeks ago or just today? No, I had to, I had to put together this morning. I originally had someone else in mind, and then I saw Samelia Pagan facts, and I was like, you know what? Let's pull a fast one on these guys. You did. Let's go a recent random twin. Ridiculous. Tip of the cap to Judd. I mean, whatever. You guys are in store for something next week, then. Gonna, wait, uh, wait, don't whoa, punish me. Whoa, don't whoa. punish me. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> I didn't hey, do nothing wrong. I got to go. We'll talk to you guys for uh, probably. Bye, Emilio. Pro- we might do a feedback Friday, but uh, you, you guys, I'm out of town, so we'll probably hit you next week with a Scorn Our Twin Show barrage of mm-hmm. hot stove content. See ya. Mm-hmm.